This podcast is sponsored by BT, because BT means business. Whatever business you're in, BT's got your back, with reliable connectivity to keep you connected as you grow. Search BT's got your back. This is the Times Evening Briefing on Wednesday the 11th of January. Military personnel have been seen driving ambulances as walkouts by health workers continue. Around 25,000 workers, including paramedics, technicians and call handlers across England and Wales, are taking industrial action for 24 hours. The NHS says people should only call 999 in a life-threatening emergency. Jason Killins, the chief executive of the Welsh Ambulance Service, told Times Radio that an agreement with the GMB union should help people in Wales. We haven't had too much difficulty with our call handlers in our three contact centres in Wales today, and that's because we've got an exemption agreed with the GMB union uh, to protect uh, our control rooms, and we've agreed a process uh, by which uh, staff in those three contact centres can support the industrial action if they choose to. Times Radio's reporter Tom Clayton has been talking with some of the strikers on a picket line in London. There was a sense of optimism among the strikers and union reps at the Waterloo picket line. It's the second day ambulance drivers have walked out in a row over pay and the third day is scheduled for January the 23rd. At a cold breezy London Ambulance Service Centre, Sarah Gorton, head of health at Unison, told me the situation is moving in a positive direction. We did have that sit-down meeting uh, with the Secretary of State and for the first time we talked about pay. It's a long way from where we need to be and I think what's, what's becoming clear is that in order to move forward the Secretary of State now needs to secure the support of the Chancellor and the Prime Minister. It comes as 14 unions are set to refuse to take part in the annual NHS pay review saying they will only accept direct talk with ministers. One of Prime Minister's questions, the Labour leader, Sakir Starmer, asked why Rishi Sunak is, in his words, prolonging the misery rather than ending strikes by negotiating. If the Prime Minister had negotiated with the nurses before Christmas, they wouldn't be on strike. If he'd negotiated with the ambulance workers, they wouldn't be on strike either. So why is he choosing to prolong the misery rather than end these strikes? This was the Prime Minister's response. Mr Speaker, we've always been clear that we want to have constructive dialogue with the unions. That is also also why, when it comes to the issue of pay, we have accepted in full the independent recommendations of the pay review bodies. The Prime Minister has also said he is registered with an NHS GP, but revealed he's previously used private health care. Rishi Sunak made the comments during Prime Minister's questions, where he clashed with the Labour leader over the NHS and ambulance strikes. Labour's Kat Smith asked the question. There are no NHS dentists taking on patients in Lancaster and Fleetwood, and for those constituents of mine lucky enough to have one, they're waiting months for an appointment. So can I ask the Prime Minister how long he had to wait for his last NHS dentist appointment? In response, Rishi Sunak admitted he has used private health care in the past. In weekend interviews, he refused to say whether he had used a private doctor. As a result of the new reformed NHS dentistry contract, there are now more NHS dentists across the UK with more funding, making sure people can get the treatment they need. But, Mr Speaker, let me answer the lady directly. I am registered with an NHS GP. I have used independent health care in the past. I am registered with NHS GP. I have used, I have used independent healthcare in the past. 
A man's been arrested in connection with the murder of Ellie Edwards, who was shot dead at a Merseyside pub on Christmas Eve. Police say they're also questioning a woman on suspicion of assisting an offender. Royal Mail is unable to dispatch any post overseas because of what it calls a cyber incident. The firm says it's facing severe disruption to its international export services. Analysis by The Times has revealed that 50,000 more people died last year than normal. Excluding the pandemic years, 2022 brought the highest excess deaths total since 1951, with a number of experts blaming NHS delays. Stuart MacDonald is an actuary who's been studying the data around excess deaths. He explained to Times Radio one of the reasons for the huge amount of fertilities. A significant part of the increase can be explained by our ageing population and it's not always brought out in analysis that, that just compares the number of deaths that we're seeing to historic trends. So if we account for that, the excess does drop from kind of 50,000 plus to about 30,000. So still awful numbers. Mm. I want to be really clear on that. The Church of England is set to spend £100 million atoning for its historical slave trade links, which it called a shameful and horrific sin. A new fund, which will be set up by the church's investment arm, is intended to help communities who suffered from the transatlantic slave trade. The Archbishop of Canterbury, Justin Welby, said he was deeply sorry for these links. But the size of the investment at a time when parishes and congregations are struggling has drawn criticism. The vicar of St John the Baptist Church in Felixstowe, Reverend Andrew Dotchin, told Times Radio that the Anglican Church should pay more if it can afford it. If we could give more, we should give more. But what we are giving is, I suppose, the church's response to the levelling up fund, trying to say that we did it wrong and we're going to do what we can now to make it better. And not just by handing out to particular people and a one-off payment, but establishing an ongoing legacy that says this is the way it should have been in the beginning. Flights have started taking off from US airports after a computer glitch forced the nationwide grounding of all planes earlier. More than 4,000 flights are delayed as a result, hundreds of others cancelled. The Times transport correspondent Ben Clatworthy told Times Radio that there's still speculation what caused the biggest grounding of planes in the US since 9-11. The US press secretary in the White House ruling out, as it is at the moment, that it is a cyber attack. President Biden, though, speaking within the last couple of hours to reporters, saying we still don't know what the cause of the outage is. However, this morning, for a good few hours, all domestic flights were grounded in the US from departing. Now, it's the first time that there's been a nationwide order like that since 9-11. And you can hear more on all these stories throughout the day and night on Times Radio. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. 
Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.